Dogmatica Analysis of E.T., the Extraterrestrial, recorded January 31st, 2017, led by Chris Huntley. Welcome. Tonight we are going to analyze E.T., the Extraterrestrial, a Steven Spielberg movie. And uh, let's start off by identifying the four through lines. Uh, what's the big picture, the overall story? In a nutshell, there is an alien stuck on Earth. Okay, that's the big picture. E.T. stuck. And by stuck, it implies he wants to not be here. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. So, uh, our main carrier character, Elliot. Elliot. Do we know if it's. One L or two, or one T or two? Two L's, two T's. That's why I think so, too. But that works fine. Our influence character? This is going to take like 10 minutes. Yes, this, this is going to be a very quick analysis. I just noticed I that Elliot and E.T. are... There are, uh, there are a lot little, of parallels that are... Are they alike, maybe? They're a little bit alike. Hmm. Same problem. Um... What is the nature of their relationship? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to say that so everybody can hear it? Friends. Oh, friends. It, good. it wasn't as good loud. No. It's not as guttural. All right. So they are friends. Fine. Everybody okay with that? Mm-hmm. All right. So far, so far. Good. By the time Sandy gets here, he'll probably be able to pick the problems in a little bit. <laughs> All right, main character resolve, change or steadfast? And please illustrate why. I think he's change. Okay. I think it's because at the beginning of the movie, he was this twerpy kid who couldn't get anyone to pay attention to him. And at the end of the movie, it's a low dramatic shot that's well lit. <laughs> some light on him. And he is a confident, still a kid. Okay. Anybody else want to enhance support or come up with the alternative? Well, he was like a, a lost kid who was troubled, sort of grew up, and everything was going to be okay. So what is it? He what is it that so, he changed? What's what has changed? Well, what would be the inequity that has been? It's, Dad, overcome the ability more. to let things go. His, his dad issues. Connect, I think. Right. I'd say yes, but what specifically? His, his father. His father issues. What about his father? They're divorced. He's okay with him being gone. Because he'll well, be right here. Wait, he's a, it's implied that at the beginning he it, he doesn't understand why his father left and he has the separation anxiety. And the story about you know, he's in Mexico, is just not flying. Um, whereas at the end, when E.T. says, come, come away with me to Mexico, <laughs> he says, stay. You know, I, I know I love you, and I, but, but I need to stay here. We're going to be separated, but I'm okay with that. That's the change. That, and, and so that's why you had to set up the father to show him how he was desperate about that lack in his, not in a, 
dramatic sense, but just this void in his life. Yeah. And um, E.T. leaving, the friendship is there, and they won't be together, but he's still, he can survive it, and he's sort of grown in that. So, yeah. Okay, great. And E.T. steadfast, how do we know he's steadfast? Think of it in terms of what is what is Elliot's, what are Elliot's issues? The separation anxiety. He can he learns to live without his family without his father. Right. E. T. He's fine. No. E. T. E. T. Basically, E. T. wants he can't live without his without his people. Right. And he stays the course, and the the parents come and take him away, and theoretically. If Elliot was a steadfast character and needed to be with the family at all times, then he would have joined him. And that would have been a steadfast story. But he wasn't. He's the one who can let that go, can be separated and know that it's still okay. Whereas E.T. not only literally can't survive without the, the family, but also there is that he didn't want to have to leave Elliot he wanted Elliot to come with him. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, again, it's a nice parallel, you know, where you have both family issues, you know, E.T.'s family goes away, and, and Elliot's father, you know, that and mother are separated, and ultimately the, the friendship creates sort of that, that family kind of bonding, but, they're, but Elliot's learned to be able to not have to be with him all the time, that there are bigger things. Okay. Um, main character growth. Uh, let's skip that for the moment. Approach Dura Beer. Elliot. Don't all jump at once. So when he has a personal problem, what is he? What what's his approach? How does he try to address it? How does he try to resolve it? Penis supremus. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what he calls his penis breath or penis breath? His brother. So, yeah. Calls it penis breath. Yeah. Elliot. That was penis supremus. Maybe not. I think you could use that. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You just I'm sorry, attitude. you're going to need to interpret that because re yeah. reading back lines don't, yeah. doesn't really Oh, in my head, question. it makes perfect sense. Uh, yes, I would I say know. his attitude is like... His beer. Yeah, his beer. Sorry. He's yeah. A, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he gives some other examples of, a, a um, beer, of him as a beer. It's kind of hard because yeah. the, the relationship through line is so strong in this. Yeah. It, it really, except for the beginning, it really does seem to, do, the overall story and the relationship story dominates most of it. This may not be a great example, but I had trouble finding beer examples for him. But when he first finds uh, E.T. in the corn, his reaction is just to scream. It, like, it just goes into him, it turns into this fear, or maybe it's more like surprise. Um, and that's, he does that, and then he runs, but his first thing is just, it goes right into him and comes out. As, well, think of it, know, what's, the, what's the next thing? After that? Yeah, the next night. He sleeps on the bench? No. Right, right. but then when, when E.T. comes out, again, he just stays there and lets the world react to him mm. he does not you know the overall story requires him to do certain things which right. just which creates a setup for this interaction between the two of them 
But in that interaction, it is clearly the one who's the doer in that group, and he moves in and you know ends up you know dropping the uh, the candy on the on the bed or on the the blanket. And um, but each but uh, Elliot that whole time is sort of like doesn't he? He's just sort of freezes frozen. Doesn't really know how to process, and certainly doesn't seem inclined to do anything. You know, doesn't go away. Doesn't go forward. Doesn't really. He just keeps it all inside. So that would definitely seem to be more of a a, a beer kind of thing. When they're connected, when uh, when ET were was to drink, he did the action. And- well, they both did. Did it go back and forth? Yeah, they did. Let's remember E.T. running into the wall and him going, oh, you know, there's, it is back and forth. And it starts with, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Hmm, I'm hungry. You know, that's, that's like the first time you see the sort of that empath, empathetic symbiosis between the two of them. Yeah. At least that it's indicated. Um, okay, so I think, I think beer is fair. All right. Uh, problem solving style. So is Elliot a linear problem solver or a holistic problem solver, and why? How do we know? Wait. He doesn't. He doesn't want to kill the frogs. Well, try use the step that's a little earlier. I think it's probably laying out. I mean, yeah, I mean, literally having a, a trail. That's a good point. You know, that's about as linear as you're going to get, you know. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the thermometer on the lamp. Like, I want to yep. stay home. Oh, I'm right. gonna heat this up. Heat my head up. Right. Right. If I do this, you know, There's cause effect, cause effect. I want to stay home, so I will pretend like I'm sick, get rid of everybody, then I can, yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, he seems... Um, story driver, action or decision. I think this is an easy... Oh, we need some examples. Action. Because he gets stranded at the beginning. That's the inciting event. He gets on the ship and leaves at the end. That's the closing event. (laughs) No, that's true. Those Uh, those are the bookend. I mean, that's the beginning and end, right? They fly. What was it? He he dies. Yeah, he dies. Right? Or they find him dead. Ooh, right. Yeah, he, well, he, he essentially, he, he's, yeah, he goes from being healthy to being just sick. Uh, that, that is an act turn. The and it just, invades them. Pardon? The government agency invades their house. Right, right. Mm-hmm. What are the, what are the earlier? <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what leads to him deciding to try to call with that. I mean, he finds the newspaper. But I feel like that's just a tech Rogers. No, he gets the he's putting it together, but then when his Elliot's sister, you know, she she starts you know, she gives him the name for phone and, mm-hmm. and so that's when he, you know, he starts she, she he starts talking, right? Right. I mean, obviously when the other kids see him, that changes sort of that's a big right. change. You know, because right. it's it the first act is kind of like all about Elliot and E.T., the two of them, and then once the brother and sister are in, now we've got that sort of completely separate, you know, sort of new thing. Here's another one. He comes back to life, and they decide to help him escape. 
Right. Okay. That's a that's like the fourth one, right? Yeah, that's the the, the transition to the fourth right. signpost, right? Okay. So action definitely seems to be, and of course we have a beer and an action, so it makes him a little bit of a fish out of water. So he did. That's one of the reasons why he he's doesn't feel like a protagonist per se because he seems to be pushed around a little bit by circumstances more than leading it, which is why you see. E.T. being a little more proactive and Elliot then being on the receiving end of that telepathically or empathetically in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, At first abstractly and then literally. So you think Elliot is the protagonist? No, no, oh, okay. no, 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 no. I think ET is. Okay, I misunderstood. It's about an alien who's stuck on Earth and wants to get home. Right. That's what I was thinking. I misunderstood yeah. you, and I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" Um, did you hear me go, "Whoa!" I, I did. Uh, we did. Just head. started it twice. I sensed it. Okay. Story limit, time lock, or option lock? Option, option lock. Well, there's no time lock, so that's one thing. But then it's also. What do I have to do to contact people? What do I have to do to be helped? Those are right. my options. I mean, he's he's <clears> got to <throat> figure out how to get off. Remember, the goal is to get off, get back right. for his family to come back and pick him up. Right. And so he's got to be safe. He's got to eat. He's got to figure out how to contact home. He's got to contact how many has to survive long enough for them to pick him up. It's not right. how many different places he can hide before the government finds him? No. Okay. No, it's more he about his yeah. deteriorating... Okay. Yeah, it, it, it is really about... He's. It's a race against the clock, but it's not a time limit clock. Right. It's okay. a logistical it's thing. You know, there there could have been a time time limit, but it just wasn't wasn't told that way. The place to hide is... It's almost... That's done after the first act, isn't it? Yeah, it's done in the first yeah. act. Yeah. You know, yeah, he has a place. Um, well, you know, it's like it's the same kind of thing as in Star Wars. You know, you've got the rebels and you've got the the uh, Empire, and the Empire is after the rebels. And once the two of them are brought together, it brings about the climax. You know, so you have this one's a little weird because they're brought together, except he's expiring, and then it's a revived because there's sort of that false ending, and. Then they managed to get away, but it, it it still has that we've got these two forces that are coming together. All right, story outcome, success or failure, and why? Yes, goes home. There's a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> no, this doesn't mean rainbow. This means rainbow. <laughs> Not really. Okay, success. Right. Okay. She takes off and ET's off. And good or bad? Good. 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 So good. And that's where I think you get the, the rainbow is supposed to sort of under, underline that, but everybody and the music pretty, pretty much tells you this is a good thing. It might yes. Yes. The tears of joy. Yeah. It's the first time I ever cried in the movie theater. Is that what you texted me? And, and, and that and Spock crying, dying. Spock and that crying. what? That and Spock dying. Spock oh, and number two? I think they're the same year. <laughs> same weekend? Is that what you said? Same year. <laughs> same weekend, yeah. Both about aliens. It's a rough weekend for you. It really was. Yeah, alien? <laughs> That's it. Yes. And Sigourney Weaver escaped. When the cast was saying aliens. I do. It was a human. It actually explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, 
I just want to talk Actually, a little bit about wait. the... Can you wait? Because I have to go get Sandy from the oh, lobby. Yeah, sure. Well, it's anything important. Pause it? Yeah. Oh, actually, so I So if we talk about the OA, too. you will get ruined in the, when you upload it? <laughs> What's that? If we talk about... Starting. Do you want to do... Wait, before you start, do you want to just catch Sandy no, up? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Let's go. Okay. All right, so... Um, uh, I did want to touch on one thing with the overall story. So we were just talking about E.T. being a protagonist and that Elliot's not the protagonist. So where does Keys fit into this? It's a good question because it's like, who exactly is the antagonist? Because, you know... Oh, that's a very clear antagonist. I mean, I mean, and what... what well... This is why I'm asking. It's this not clear. Is what, is the, what is the antagonist trying to accomplish? I mean... They're, they're trying if to you save ask, life. If you ask any child, there's a very good answer to that, All right. to who the antagonist is. Keys. No. The government. The government. Okay. Oh. The government, yes. okay. all those people that want to dissect them, uh -huh. they're or the Or thinks. No, no one said, you know, uh, the, the whole dissecting thing is, is in Elliot's head, really. There, there's No one ever said they wanted to dissect them. No, they just put him on ice and said, we're going to take his body with us. Well, right. <laughs> so he was dead. It's funny. Yeah. So, right, right. I didn't say we were going to vivisect him. I said we were going to dissect him. Yeah. So I actually feel like Keys, when it's when you can't see his head, is the antagonist. But when you He represents that, right. When you talk to him, he's not. He's much kinder than I anticipated right. him being. Well, that's and that's the point, is that when, mm. he's, when he's a faceless body with keys that's one character but when you suddenly see him as a person he's playing a different character that's kind of what i was the point i was going to make is that one body can actually have multiple characters but once he's humanized that way he is no longer in that other category he is no longer part of the antagonist in fact he seems to be you know Maybe I don't know. He could easily have been a contagonist, but it's not. He's not in there in that role long enough, you know, making it difficult for, for the government. But he's not used that way. He's just sort of like, you know, a sidekick or a supporter. He's just really not, not in there. But that's, well, that's he's, he's he's a little bit of voice of conscience, but when, especially when he says, you know, uh, I'm glad, you know, you're the first person he met. You know, since I've been since I was ten. You know, I've been dreaming of this, something like that. And so there is kind of a voice of conscience or voice there, but... Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But whose conscience? See, I don't, think it's a, I, don't think that's a, I don't think that's the conscience of the story. I think that's sort of a... It's the author It's sort of putting himself in, I've always wanted to do this, but I couldn't be the person to do it in this story because I'm an adult and it's really a children's story, so... I'm going to play this other character that's misunderstood and then is a reveal who's actually a really nice guy. That's what that character seems to be, which so is fine. you're going to a ninth archetype for that. Well, which is fine <laughs> because every adult in the audience probably had a very similar feeling to that or at least could identify with that if they didn't identify with him. So it was an interesting part. It was sort of not a structural argument that was being made there, but it was but suddenly he was no longer part of the antagonist. And that was really sort of the, part, the point I wanted to make, is that you can play things like that, especially when you're doing reveals, and sort of a character can completely, an objective character, completely drop what role they're playing and then adopt another one. You know, just like 
you know, like that, really, really fast. Okay, so let's talk. Uh, we've got we've got a change, beer, linear action, option lock, success to a good story. So now let's identify the the through lines. So where do we see um, our overall story? Well, where do we see any one of them? I mean, it's a pretty. <clears throat> I see the OS and activity because it's spaceships and bicycles and escaping people and uh, that. So I see that as Dungeons and Dragons. That's all the activity. I see ET as stuck situation in situation. Well, and Elliot and the fixed attitude. And right. We put the relationship in psychology, which I think. Anybody want to make a good argument for that? I think it's I mean, pretty easy. It literally happen. Is the mind control happening? Well, yeah, they certainly seem to begin to share a common psychology. In fact, toward the end, where the physiology was joined, you also heard um, Elliot talking about the psychological connection, and then when it's severed, the lack of that connection. You know, he's because he he knows it. He can tell when they lose that, and of course his body can also tell because they're suddenly his he's his fine. he goes back to normal as mm-hmm. as uh, ET kind of takes a, mm-hmm. a dive. Yeah. No. So yeah, any anybody have a problem with that arrangement? And it seems to be pretty darn clear. So um, if we're we look at our, well, what, what, uh, how would you describe Elliot as fixed attitude though? Well, he he was somebody who is um, he wants he feels like he has to, he wants to be part of something and he does he's not unique. He, he feels like he he should he wants to be unique. He's not nothing is ever his. He's the you know sort of the younger brother, mm-hmm. and his dad has left him mm-hmm. and so there must be he must be damaged goods kind of that there's something wrong with me you know i'm i'm nobody wants me kind of idea mm-hmm. um, and what i want to do is i want to just look over here in activity where we talk about uh, doing and uh, learning <laughs> Yeah, learning will fit a lot better. And then over here in psychology, which I'm just going to put, I'm going to use the old words because I think it works better. Well, doesn't matter. I'm using it. So, so uh, conceptualizing or developing a plan, um, being, becoming, changing one's nature, and all right. So if we look at the, we look at their relationship. Which one seems to be the one that where the concern is, where they it seems to be the area of greatest concern, Folk, the focus of the four of them. That's all of them are going to be in that that uh, threat through line, but which one is going to be there throughout from beginning to end? The becoming, becoming man. Yeah, becoming. And how do we know that? I mean, it's kind They're of a literal. Each other. Yeah. I mean, when one is. Yeah. Something happens to one; it's happening to the other. When someone's thinking one thing, it's that. I mean, literally, the the scene where it starts off with Elliot at school and Et at home, and Et starts pops a beer and starts drinking alcohol, and then you know 
communicates, don't let let them free, uh, you know, to you know to Elliot, and then the whole I'm watching the movie, and Elliot is actually doing the movie. I mean, that's about as close to it becoming. And at the end, of course, one's getting sick, the other one's dying, the other one's dying. I Which mean, is the Quiet Man? What? Quiet Man's a movie, right? Uh yes. Which we did. Which we did. Yes, it is oh, the one we, we did. But is it is it kind of the 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 uh, I don't know the the, the sort of uh, uh, philosophical or mindset conflict between them is that you know uh, Elliot's is saying stay you know stay and be you know let me take care of you and he's going no home right but I think that's I think that's Elliot's problem oh. Elliot who feels like he's he's alone he's lost he wants to be part of something I think that's coming from Elliot I don't think that's the relationship I think mm-hmm. because you don't see that there's not that it, it, even close to that kind of issue on ET side it's not like oh don't leave me and he's like yeah whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no he is he's, you know it's it's really interesting that ET doesn't have that is uniquely Elliot it is not mm-hmm. it is not ET at all okay you know, because the sister comes along and sure, I'll go whatever you want to do with it. Okay, that's fine. You know, he's he's very pliable, um, and because he's not, he's small, but he's not a child. He may be younger than it seems, but he does not seem appear to be a child, considering. You mean ET? ET. Okay. Uh, um, you know, in terms of his education and intellect, it seems like it's a little more advanced than, um, you know, yeah. Elliot or his. Younger sister, which size-wise you kind of think of him at that say, but I don't think he think he's much much brighter than that or much more mature than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that comes from I think that's coming from Elliot who wants that. Um, but what is unexpected is the that the proximity or the tie between them, whether it's partially growing from Elliot's need to be unique and part of have someone that's sort of he's mine you know it is my uh what did you call him not, not an alien he called him a, um, a goblin, goblin. Yeah. <laughs> um or you know you've got the you know you've got et who's stuck it's like okay well i need to get out of here so maybe i can get some help and i need resources and food and all that stuff so it's like fine okay but this relationship the becoming is what's clearly involving the two of them i mean again to the point where at the end they're so much part of each other both you know physically and mentally that they are becoming as one which of course is one of the reasons why it's so poignant at the end when you know not only does E.T. say, you know, come with me, which is exactly what Elliot has wanted to hear his entire life. It didn't say it to any of the rest of the family. He's saying it to him, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he says, no, stay, because he's going to have to stay here, because he's going to have to, he's going to choose to separate. Um, but they say, but I'm always with you, you know, that thing. So we're, we are, we have become one type of a thing. You know, so that's not, even though we're physically apart, we're always going to be together. But I'll be right here. Yeah, yeah. but the, it's I'll be right here, you know, I'm I'm part of you. So uh, that's, that's a, I think, a really 
overt becoming or changing one's nature kind of goal, you know, kind of concern. And then, of course, that means that the overall story is about obtaining. You know, I need to find, I need this, I need that, I need that, I need to get off this damn planet so I can live. Well, yeah. they want to, the government wants to obtain the, the right. alien. Right, the, they, want, they the, want to capture yeah. it. Well, the yeah. mother has lost the husband. Right. I mean, you see, obtaining all of the characters are, are dealing with that. Right. Yeah, so the metaphor. And that's the part that's consistent. Again, you see the learning, you know, the whole whole um, scene when he's learning how to speak and how to spell and all those kinds of, you know, it's the, that's the training, the learning uh, act. You know, and, and understanding who these are, and then the and doing is the let's you know, build it and let's go out and put it out there. You know, um, so I think that the at the concern level that seems to be very clear, which means that puts uh, our ET who's in situation he's going to be concerned with the future. You know, which of course is has a very dim future if he doesn't. <laughs> Couldn't get off this planet, and that Elliot is able to get over his. You know, he needs he needs to. Okay, this is a, he's a start character, so he needs to learn to step up. Turn on his heartbeat. You know, yeah, turn on his heartbeat. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he needs right. He needs to open up and and join in with everybody as opposed to you know. You know, pushing people away. He's not pushing people away. He's just not stepping up. He's complaining, but he's not stepping up. So mm -hmm. he learns to step up, and then he can actually be be part of it. Um, okay. What were what were some of the examples uh, for Elliot uh, as a beer from this game? <laughs> well, <laughs> the primary one that we kind of landed on was. Um, was penis breath. <laughs> when he when he, he is, when his brother gets mad, he just he just his attitude comes okay. out. He just yells at his brother. But then when he is waiting outside for ET to show up, and ET second night, not at front at the, by the shack. By the shed, yeah. Um, Elliot freezes okay. and, and waits for ET to go into okay. ET. So he's just he's just being there. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Just something about the point what I think is interesting is it's the exact opposite of the night before where he did kind of find him. Well, that's because that's the overall story. Yeah. Well, yeah, he threw his it. personal issues. Or, yeah. so. he, threw the, he threw the ball, mm -hmm. but uh, um, then when, you know, but that wasn't really such an act, such an act of action as it was. It's well, also not personal. Yeah, that's well, that's OS, right? right? No, no, I think it's you know, uh, it's just it's not that beers don't ever do anything, you know. All right. Let me. Other but one, one thing I, I did feel very strongly, you know, uh, it, I I landed on start much more quickly than I landed on be or doer, um, because it really felt like that that you know he's not doing anything wrong. He's just he just needs to step up to the plate. And so uh, the start is where. Well, I mean, I even said this. I answered first to John yesterday. That I felt like there was almost no main character in this movie in a lot of ways. Like I mean, clearly it was Elliot, and clearly, but it was this hunt for beer examples that I came up pretty right. dry and yeah. I was like, well, wait a second. It's, mm -hmm. it's clearly him. Mm -hmm. I can't put my finger on mm -hmm. it. So, what did I say? Hmm? What did I say? You said 
father issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, and I said, you're projecting. First couple of family scenes. How are you projecting my issues out of your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, remember the thing you found? So that, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that was? It's every Spielberg um, movie. Yes, it's in the actual really Wait, I thought I had I had this hooked up before. Why isn't it now? If you put it to sleep, it goes away. Oh, it does? Hmm? I th- oh, you have to, oh, yes. you have to download it or not? Spielberg. Or remote view. There's an application on there somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's what it was. That's what it said. Okay. I just don't remember where the application is. Okay. Now they got back to you. Don't you so go to that address and it downloads it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. You just shouldn't have had to redo it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I shouldn't have. All right. Oh, that's why I look for the wrong thing. And once you have that open, we figured out how to make it faster. So that there's no lag. Remember that weird yeah. lag? Yeah, it's a good time, dude. It's 4452. Okay, can I try it for a second? Mm-hmm. There it goes. Ooh. There we are. Oh, latency. So is this entire building these kind of offices? Sort of. Uh-huh. Oh, no, just the second, third floor, sorry. Oh. Yeah. And there's like five of these in LA. Oh no, I think there's like oh, ten. that other one there's didn't work. It's okay. so the first it's time I noticed okay. that it actually says we, we work on the Go back to, yeah, oh, there we like, go. Do you consider that? Like, it looks like, I mean, I said yeah, that. that's good. That's in real time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's... Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. LA, Santa Monica. Oh no, it's not. Um, Culver City. Redondo Beach. No, it is. Long Beach. It's huge, probably. It's huge. All right, here we go. I'm not sure what it is. Long Beach is LA County. Yeah, oh, I, I oh, yeah, consider yeah. everything LA. Oh, are we doing this now? Sandia. We are. I'm oh, just catching us up now. Oh, okay. So yeah, go ahead. Um, Let me start up again. Well, I'll, I'll do it once you're ready. You tell me. I'm ready. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have an overall story of activity. Are you kind of screen too? Are you gonna do the screen uh, stuff? Probably, I'll do this. Yeah, probably be better just do that. All right. And we said our concern is going to be obtaining. So, which is pretty good, we're down to 16. So that's a nice, respectable, uh, respectable number. So let's go into our theme browser. And if we look down here, all right, so we've got, um, zoom in. So this is the overall story, concern of obtaining, and we have attitude approach, self-interest, and morality are the possible issues, or thematic issues, and then the, in terms of where the, the problem quads, consider, reconsider logic, feeling, faith, disbelief, conscience, temptation, pursuit, avoid, control, uncontrolled, support, oppose, help, and hinder. What say you? Oh, don't just sit there smirking. I don't know. You look like you're, oh, there's an obvious choice. Well, then <laughs> tell it rather than holding your tongue. Well, I would think like it'd be easier to do Elliot, right? No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. I mean, anybody, well, I mean if, if the OS is easy going home, you can support and oppose that. Right. You can help and hinder that. Well. 
Yeah, um, I agree. That's help and hinder is good. Uh, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of people helping and hindering him getting home. But I think there, I, I don't, there is a certain faith of, I don't know if it's promised, but there's a certain theme of faith and disbelief. It's um, all in there. Uh, um, <laughs> true, but, but, the whole, but, but there's a reason why there's this whole sequence with the mother, you know, reciting P Peter Pan and, and, you know, and they're listening and it's like, do you believe, you know, but you, I don't know if that's, there's a lot of pursuit and avoid, avoid yeah. <laughs> All right, let's look at, let's go and look right. at uh, Elliot. I see almost no self-interest in the movie. It doesn't right. seem to be about yeah. self-interest. Oh, right. no, I, I, I mean, you don't have the you don't have the selfish mother. You really don't have the selfish kids. You yeah. don't. I mean, honestly, they, they, I mean, there is a like lot about attitude uh, and approach. I think. I mean, I, I think, think, I think what's the, the attitude towards Elliot towards Elliot in the OS is like disbelief. Oh, this is actually the relationship. So I was looking at the relationship. Oh. oh. Their attitudes are causing conflict in the OS. <sighs> I mean, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a pretty conflict light. But yeah, but yeah, if there's like any OS... <laughs> light. It is. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful, easy it's movie. Not a, well, and no, it's not conflict light because every three or four minutes they cut to ominous music of <laughs> government folks looking for the extraterrestrial. But why do they want them? Well, we don't know, but it's ominous music, so we know they're bad. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the storytelling. Is so, that I mean, self-interest? No. Yeah, we don't don't. It might be. Don't know. I mean, that I don't know because they don't really say what they're planning on doing with him at all. Right. Elliot does sort of prescribe the oh they're gonna do the the mm. um, they're gonna cut him up because of course he just had a biology class where they were doing that to a frog. So mm. it's you know you, they sort of set that up nicely in terms of it being not a far reach that he might be thinking that. Um. But if you look at where Elliot is, uh, I mean, the relationship, look at the relationship. We've got commitment, obligation, responsibility, rationalization. Do any of those... Could you click on the definition for obligation? Just, yeah. Accepting a task or situation in exchange for someone's earlier or potential favors, which mm -hmm. I don't think that's what this is. Mm -hmm. I think this is either going to be commitment or responsibility. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I think, too. Um, um, Elliot commits to helping... Right. So I'm also, but yeah, but he also feels responsible for him. It's like I'm going to take care of him. I'm, I'm, I'm the one who's going to take care of him. I can't let any adults uh, do it. I can't let any adult, you know, uh, uh, I can't let anybody find him or see him. Mm -hmm. Well, could you click on responsibility? Let's get the quick definition. Taking, accepting, or assuming control to the exclusion of others. Okay. That definitely he's, falls. He definitely falls in that area. Yeah. Well, you know, commitment is a st decision well, to stick with something kids. regardless of consequences. It also, seems also. more like, I mean, from from that doesn't mean whatever's underneath it is necessarily the one that's underneath it, but it does seem like responsibility is closer to what the relationship is. Let's let's look at what let's look at Elliot's domain, and see where we have our choices here. All right, so we have closure, hope, denial, dream. He's uh, huge he's closure the, issues. Right. He's dead. Or is it closure or denial? Or denial, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I would say... I mean, either, I, depending on... I would say closure is more the problematic part. Bringing into something. The, uh, an area of trouble. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the stinging part. Be... Right. Which then puts us him in consider, reconsider, pursue, and avoid. Um, 
any thoughts as to where that might bring us? I mean, that's a that's a pretty straightforward quad. Um, but where do we see that in in Elliot? Because he's going to be a change character. So if you asked Elliot, "What's your problem?" What's he going to say of those four? And then how's he going to go about it? Seems almost like a reconsider problem. You know, maybe don't you want to rethink that? Are you sure you want to leave or um, or or an avoidance? It seems like either reconsider or avoidance seem to be the trouble and troublesome. But isn't at the end when he says stay? Isn't that avoiding? Is the staying avoiding? Or is it reconsidering? Yeah, because... hmm. well, that's why I said I think. That's I, what I was seeing in the OS. If the OS problem is pursuit, and then they escape. Mm -hmm. The avoidance is the OS solution. Oh, right. I mean, Pursuit, if there is a problem in the overall story, Pursuit does seem to be, I mean, that seems right. to be pretty and clear. And then I mean, from him, the first frame through the last, well, they don't, the Pursuit suddenly just sort of stops for the entire last scene sequence. But uh, um, let's, let's go to the overall story and just say, let's pick Pursuit and see what happens. See the effects of it. So if we say the problem is pursue, right? So we have a symptom of uncontrolled and the response controlled. I mean, avoidance as the OS solution makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, I think, you know, well, yeah, they that, basically they avoid the all the bad guys and get any escapes. And right. gets on the spaceship, yeah. Right, so let's look where Elliot is. Let's see. Yeah. He's it makes sense for Elliot, too, in relationship. Well, okay, I, I would say symptom is my dad's reconsidered my family. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, he's he had a he's reconsidered and well also you think with him he's like you know I think you want to reconsider and at the end he is asked to leave and he's like I'm going to not think about what the past was I'm just going to look at it right now and I'm going to say I'm going to stay I'm going to consider everything and I'm going to choose to stay without thinking about what's happened in my past right. and that's that's how the difference between reconsider and consider reconsider you take into consideration where it was previously. Um, whereas consider is just like an evaluation on its own merits. Uh, and of course, the pr problem is that he's pursuing, I mean, you see that in his running after the, his brothers, he's always the one who's trying to be part of everything. He's trying to, he's pursuing yeah. that. Everybody feels like he's running after them, getting like, get lost, kid, you bother me, that type of stuff. Um, and, he immediately runs out and, you know, is trying to pursue the uh, E.T. because it's mine, he's mine, you know, I, I went and got him, um, you know, and then, and the then at the, at the end, is he basically he has to let go. He's, he's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like, okay, we got to get, we got to send him off. Mm -hmm. But that's not what makes him, that's what brings him to the point where he can let go. Well, yeah, his unique ability is closure, so he can. Yeah, so his unique ability and his, right, yeah. and his issues. So he's got a double dose of that. All right, which then if we look at our relationship, um, our relationship, oh, I'll actually just go to the uh, story engine. It's a little easier to see. So in the relationship, we have um, the issue of commitment. Okay, that's pretty much what's called a problem of conscience. In other words, you know, doing the right thing. Um, 
Temptation, which I think this is a this is a story where the rela- the relationship through line, it's not resolved. In other words, it's motivated, but it's not a, it's not one that needs it's a it's not a troublesome relationship. It's a growing relationship, and um, the symptom is you see that in terms of their their the the effects of the empathy, you know, where one thing causes an uncontrolled reaction in the in the other the, the other party mm-hmm. but by the end it's very you know that's it's completely controlled I mean they're able they're, they're able to you know bring it under control so that they're both well they both are able to separate you know right when it's yeah. but even in that in that whole scene there, there you you have the conscience playing out because it, you know he's you know he, he, he wants to save the frogs Right, and so uh, and and that, and that conscience creates problems, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he wants to save, he wants to save ET, and that mm-hmm. causes trouble, that trouble, trouble too. Right. Yeah. But I think if you're looking at it causing trouble, not in the relationship though, it's it just it becomes the motivation for it. They're trying, he's trying to do the right thing by ET. Mm-hmm. You know, and ET is you know trying to do the right thing by him by healing him and, and you know, you know trying to separating himself. So that he doesn't bring them both down when ET's dying, and so yeah, I think that that's I think that's good. And then um, we have a what is the unique the catalyst is rationalization. So the excuses, um, I think, not sure. I have to find out. Well, well uh, go ahead. If that's doing one thing for the wrong reason, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, El- Elliot is. You know, letting kids go. All the things he's doing at the school, it doesn't feel like English rationalization, but he's doing it because ET is drunk, right? So, because that possibly he's doing these things for reasons that are not genuine, like he's kissing that girl because of the. the mix um, yeah, I, I think. It, Technically, yes. Although it doesn't sound, doesn't sound that, it didn't. No, it. There, I don't think there's any masking. I mean, it is. It is not obvious. Right. So it doesn't it, seem like there's any. Masking. It doesn't seem like it's. There are excuses. Right. right okay. It reasons, but, but not more excuses, excuses but have to. Excuses have to do with how they're how he's what? hiding. The influence character problem is very funny. Influence character problem is help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also helped. Him. And also, when he tries to I mean, help, like, he impacts everybody. He, drives, right. yeah, he, he needs help. help. Yeah. He's helpless. His unique ability is openness. I, you know, that's. I, I think that's really good because that's the thing that kind of allows him to have that have an effect on uh, on um, main character and could, you know. Unfortunately, it could sort of undo Elliot's ability to sort of get past his dad, you know, if, but doesn't, you know. Um, let's see, what is the... Isn't his benchmark of how things are changing? That's just him deteriorating, right? Yep, yeah. that's exactly right. That's right. And you see, playing a role is for the relationship. It's kind of like, you know... Uh, He's, I mean, you even see that. He's almost like he's playing, uh, Elliot's almost like playing dad or whatever, friend, or he just sort of, 
well, well, the owner. I mean, it's, it's very owner, much, it's a very yeah. much a, a, a boy and his dog type of dynamic. Same kind of dynamic you saw in How to Train a Dragon. You know, just the the like tentative the... approaching each other and 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 then you know and then then becoming basically human and pet, mm-hmm. really. And you have you have the impulsive responses as the benchmark for Elliot, who I think you can see this one where the beginning he's very jumpy and over the course of it he becomes much more confident and well but he's very jumpy in the in the uh, the, the lab area um, but so. well no he's, he's he's concerned I mean he that's that's like he's worried about it and it's, I don't think that's a, it's not an impulsive response yeah, okay. I don't he's think not so. like yelling at his brother at the end when he was in the beginning that's that's I think more the innermost desires issue. Okay. You know that's All his right. he's afraid and you know that's that's what the issue is there. And then overall story or catalyst approach um, and inhibitor obligation. Hmm. Not sure offhand. I mean I, I'm sure I could mine that. You know the thing is is the overall story is pretty simple. Well, aren't you obligated to? Answer to the government, you know, Biden. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. The government well, says well, we're going to keep him here. It's for the it's for the best of him to keep him here and do yeah, this Yeah, but stuff. but think about what what's when you think about the government. Okay, as kind of uh, the those are the scenes that are the objective story. All right. And uh, so what what well, keeps things from moving? And the right. scenes at school, some of it, and some of the stuff with mom. Okay, but what th- keeps things from going? Uh, you know, too rapidly is there's sort of an obligation to stay secretive and to not invade the house too quickly. You know, there's there's an obligation, well, uh, you know, to protocol. There's an obligation to uh, well, and also uh, to keep him hidden. You know, yeah. they, they're keeping him, putting him in a costume, and so they've got to they've got to do all these things. They've got right, to right. get all these things going. The benchmark is doing. There are certain things they have to do, but sort of obligated to keep it under wraps. The fact that. The sister brother and I was sort of accidental. Not really. Well, the brother was introduced. The sister wasn't. But unavoidable, I guess, is a better thing. But they don't tell the friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they really do. You know, keep him as much as they can from you know keeping his identity secret. Mm-hmm. Um, can you um, can you explain how? The influence character story points, how they're not just related to influence character, but how it relating character. All right. So the best way to think of what it, the reason an influence character exists is they represent the alternative path for the main character. And there are a couple of ways that you can tell it. All right. You can choose how you want to show it in the story. You just need to show it, and that the fact that it's there lets the audience know what the other side of it is. You can be make the characters aware of it or not, you know, internally in the story logic. You don't need to. You could just literally just say, "Here's the path of this character, and here's the path of that character," and, and hold them wholly separate, and the audience will synthesize the meaning. It will. They play really dry, but so what people tend to do is they try to mix it. So, and that's why I was talking about Elliot missing. Let's just use the father. 
father's gone. E.T., father's gone. Right? So they've got both essentially the same issue. They're both abandoned. Right. They're both orphans. Yeah. Elliot, Elliot is sort of like, I've, I'm, I, I've, I need something. I'm, I'm going to grab it, whatever I can, to try to fill this. But but he he's hole in his heart. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has a hole in his heart. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he just grabs at the nearest thing, which happens to be E.T. E.T. is I'm going to do everything I can to get my family back. Right. So that's that's the approach of E.T. That's the alternative, rather than just complaining about being left. Doing something about it, you know, rather than defining yourself by um, what you want, the, the way you wanted things to be, define things by how things are in the real world, not in what's in here, but what's what's out in the real world. And so, by the end, you pretty much know that that's kind of the path that that Elliot's going to take. He's he's gone down this one path and has just been very unhappy. And ET shows them this other way of dealing with the world, which is take the you know take things by the you know the horns and and do something about it, and um, you know or just accept that that's the situation and and deal with the, that situation. You can't change it, no matter what you think. And that's pretty much why at the end he goes he's able to say I'm going to stay. Because this is really where my my family is. Your family is there, and I had you as my, part of my family because I wasn't really taking taking advantage of what was right in front of me the whole time, which is my mom and my brother and my sister, my real family. Independent of my dad, I was just focusing on my missing dad rather than all of the family that I had. And that's sort of what the influence character represents that alternative approach to addressing the exact same problem. Okay, so then the story points for the influence character, are they solely describing the influence character's path? They're the same thing, because whether or not you acknowledge that, you, the, the you I mean there, whether or not as an author, you choose to make the characters aware of it or not. It's up to you. Okay. Um, and really, over the course of the story, the main character pretty much is not aware of a lot of it. It's going to be influenced by it. It's almost like saying, I've got this, I'm, I'm whining, I've got this problem, and then, 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 meanwhile, right here, I've got this role model. That's sort of showing me exactly how I could be dealing with it, um, and it's forcing me to have to re-examine the way I'm looking at my world, even if they have no awareness of me. Now, it could be a lot more active and actually have them involved in their life, which is how it typically is, which is the reason that it is because the more passive way of approaching it doesn't seem to push the issue. And particularly in a film where you really want maturity, that you know, people to get over really deep-seated problems in 90 minutes. <laughs> I mean, in 90 minutes of storytelling. Um, 
you know, you make it a little more active. You know, you could easily see the same thing done and it takes, you know, 60 years. And finally that main character is to the point where like the influence characters have that effect. But if you're going to try to do it like this is, which is what? Maybe a week? Maybe. You know, then it has to be a little more... You know, you never see E.T. saying, oh, well, I miss my dad. <laughs> that would be... You could. Or my, my dad's missing and I'm going to try to get back to him. You could do it. It would be a little, a little on the nose. But it would be completely structurally okay to do that, you know, or or you know, like have a character like Obi Wan who's very direct and and pointing out exactly what Luke is doing wrong, you know. That's your uncle talking. You know, stop making excuses. You know, I want you to join me to do this. I want you to train to do the things that you that you're you know that are part of you. You know, it comes back from the dead. You know, trust, for heaven's sakes, trust the force. I've been teaching you all this stuff. Trust it. Oh, okay, fine, I will. So you, that's that's one where it's like, you know, that's why we originally called it an obstacle character, because an obstacle character, we call it an obstacle to represent the idea that a main character is trying to avoid dealing with it, and the influence, or the obstacle character stands right in our way, say, nope. You can't avoid this. You gotta deal with it. Then we went to impact character, where we were looking at characters that were a little bit more pushy. Not just standing in the way from avoiding it, but actually working to mold the the, the change character. And then we changed it to influence character to take to account for the less overtly active characters that provide the maybe indirect influence for a, a character to force a character to change. They all are actually accurate and they all each one represents a different method of how the relationship you know how the impact character influences the main character. Because an impact or you know an influence character can impact very passively, never intending, you know, they never intended to try to you know alter the other character. Or they could be doing it specifically. Or they, they could, could be, be doing it very actively, them. like the, the the child in 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 Sling Blade had was no was had no cognizance that that uh, you know the care that the Billy Bob Thornton character was. Being impacted by him, by his mere presence. Right. So sometimes it's just their mere presence. That was that. Then that would be more of an influence character. He's being he's influencing, right. but not something yeah. else too in ET. I think is Elliot because ET is small and can't ride a bike and has to hide. Elliot has to do things because ET is there. Like he has to put him in the bike and ride him out there. So he actually becomes an active doer in ET's through line. Um, you could have told the story where E.T. keeps sneaking off and Elliot is a beer, doesn't do any of that stuff, and then goes like, oh, Missy, he ran away again, I'm so annoyed, and then, he <laughs> and then he gets out there and he finds the speaking spell and the umbrella and sees that he's been doing things but was never actually involved in it. And then maybe he goes and starts to do things trying to find his father. You know, that right. would be that kind of uh, parallel. Right. Um, did that help? Yeah, 
But I just said, I remember when when we were doing um, what was it, ex machina that when we were choosing some of the defining some of the choices, some of the selections. A lot of the times, it was in reference to what she was bringing out from the main. Yeah, character. drawing from that. Drawing from it. So right. So that's the reverse. That's rather than that's rather than um, a, sort of applying energy toward something, it's drawing energy toward oneself. In other words, more more like I'm helpless, you've got to help me. And by you helping me, you're doing things that are out of your comfort zone, and then mm, over time learning what it's like th this other approach, or how to overcome the approach that you, you're currently using that's not working for you. Um, or if it's it's you know someone who doesn't come in comes in without a problem and then they, they like I think he comes out really comes in without much of a problem but he ends up with a really big one so what she's doing is she's sort of you know drawing him into becoming something that he, he maybe wasn't even healthy for him for her own purposes if you step back into the author's shoes all right, so step out of the story. It doesn't make a difference which way you do it. You can, that, that is completely your choice as an author where, where you want that dynamic to go. It makes a big difference in terms of how the audience experiences it. And so there may be some ways that you prefer to do it because you like to tell stories with that kind of push and pull. But there's no objective difference, at least right now. I think there probably is, but there's not something that's measurable in the story form as it is right now. I think there probably are. I think if you had a dynamic model, you'd see making choices like that would actually be part of the dynamic model. Um, but that wouldn't, you wouldn't see, the, you know, when you're looking at a dynamic model where you're just looking at the forces, then you don't see the stuff. And this is a structural model, so you're looking at all the stuff with some of the dynamics sort of applied to it. So it would it would be a completely different kind of process, and the results you'd end up with would be a lot different too. They'd be more about sort of flow and um, direction rather than pieces and, and organization. Um, but that's but the the really the, the the big thing in terms of one of the things I've for me clarified more so in the last year than I have before was the that the influence character really does represent that alternative path. I mean specifically, there's a problem and a solution in a changed story and. The symptom and result, I mean, the symptom and, and uh, response. And that quad, you can either pursue the problem, the, you can either follow, treat, the, deal with the problem and ultimately resolve it with the solution, or you can deal with the symptom and treat the symptom. The main character represents either problem and solution or symptom and response, and the influence character represents the other choice. And that's kind of where you where they are. Um, that's that's a way to look at it. I mean, that's the way they are structurally. The other way you could even just say if you just brought it down to the 
the reason I can't just say problem solution because it could be the symptom response, but that's what the that is in fact what the crucial elements are about. It's like I'm this side of the argument, you're that side of the argument. And if you pursue this side of the argument, it looks this way. If you go down that path, it's the other. And the reason it it's important is that when you are tearing it down, whoever is justified and tearing down the justifications, you get back to that original choice. And the only way you can make an educated choice at that point is because you have the influence character that represents that, that path if you had followed that other path. So they show you what it looks like for another person to follow that path. It doesn't say that's what's going to happen to you. So making a choice of steadfast or change at the end is not a guarantee that things are going to work out. That's why good and bad is not determined by change or steadfast. But it hopefully educates you enough that you can kind of get a sense of it subjectively. Objectively, you make that as an author, you make that decision. Is this influence character a good influence or a bad influence? Are they taking it down the right path or the wrong path? You know, and ultimately, does the main character follow them or not? Or do they force the influence character to follow? You know, to change course. So that's that's kind of what the influence character is. So, but in 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 the way it's drawn up here, it's um. So, Elliot goes from pursuit to avoidance. That's his change. Right. Right. But instead of running after ET, he says, nope, I'm going to stay. But like, the solution here is not found under ET, under uh, the influence characters. No, because the influence character is continuing, continued driven by help. He's a steadfast character. So I think what he's asking is, how did Elliot learn to avoid if E.T. didn't teach him because it's not there? Because the... All right, so in, the, in their connection to the overall story, the main character is pursuing and the influence character is suggesting avoid. That's what the crucial element is. Basically, that's where they are literally connected. So, okay, so it, it's not in the story engine board, but it's you went into characteristics that you did. Right. right. I mean, the, remember, each domain has all of the elements. So they all, and, and the main character has all of the elements, and the influence character has all of the elements. So they are connected. They aren't just. They aren't. The influence character. Um, a steadfast character's motivation is different than a change character's motivation. And a steadfast character's motivation is, you know, what if it goes good, or if it's a good or bad story will also affect those things. But this is the, 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 the this is why the crucial element is called the crucial element, because this is the thing that actually ties them together. This is the thing that says, Push comes to shove at the heart of the inequity. There was a choice of, of in, in, you can say in Elliot's backstory, he had a choice. He could either run after his dad or he could, you know, just say, I'm moving on. You just 
stay away from them and 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 which is the crucial element they both are this is the main character crucial element and that's the influence character crucial element the two of them are the initial the original inequity from which everything's built so even though et doesn't have a void in his thread all et is trying to do is leave earth which is avoiding and I think that's part that's of kind of, well, it kind of well it ties him to the OS. That's what that's ties him to the OS. Right. And that's why he's that's why he is avoidance. Right. So that's where Elliot learns avoidance. It's not from those elements in the through line. It's because the, the whole of ET is like, I gotta get out of here. I wanna go home. Okay. And, he and they're connected in two places. They're connected logically in the overall story mm-hmm. and emotionally in the relationship. So it's it, that's why it's it's not just it's not just a binary. It's a it's an argument. So I'm here, you're here, and we both got here two different ways, but we're connected here in this in this third and fourth place because that's where we're connected emotionally over here and logistically over in the overall story. It's interesting that yeah, I I don't think you have the crucial element in the story points window. And you don't have it on the story no. journey port, so it's interesting you, you don't make more uh, hay out of the. Well, look how much element. explaining it's required. I know. <laughs> I mean, we call it a crucial element because it is. However, you don't need to make a big deal of it. It automatically happens. The audience. The, we were talking about this, but we weren't talking about it. You know, it, it just it just happens. It's kind of like you put enough. Dots are in, a, in a, around something. Oh, look! There's something in the middle. You don't have to mention it. It'll just it just oh it becomes obvious after a certain number of pieces are in place. Mm-hmm. The crucial element, whether or not you pay attention to it or not, and frankly, it's really important. I think when you're trying to understand how the model is all fits together, when you're writing, I don't think it's valuable at all. Because you're kind of be pointing out something that's you want. It's kind of a conclusion you want people to make, not one that you would need to state for them. And in fact, the conclusion comes from the entire argument that's being made by by the story form. Is there a way to see the um, inequity from the influence character's point of view, almost like we do with the change character, where you can see the? Sure, you can switch it around, and what you do is what well, the story won't look the same. Um, it, you remember an inequity isn't a thing; it's a differential. Mm. So it's not here or there; it's between. Right. Um, if you if you put the if you look at things from the influence character's point of view, you're making them the main character. But by, by definition, if you're standing in their shoes, that's the main character perspective. What's the it's a different perspective uh, because you're trying to say, I'm the same, but I'm different. Right. <laughs> and it really doesn't work that way. In fact, I highly recommend doing that, especially if you're doing it in a real world scenario. Okay. Where you can kind of look out and see some objective feedback. But even if you're going to do it, because you have to have some, or have to do something where you can look to the data to try to figure this out, um, or just as a thought experiment. But, but what you can do is do the story form, understand where your main and influence character are. Then, 
Choose as many things as you can, particularly the diamond, as many things as you can to keep it the same. Ideally, set, pick the dynamics and the domains and the concerns, and then follow to try to do as many of the influence character choices as you can, but what's gonna happen is it's going to start twisting the rest of the model because it's not, there's never a, you can never see all four views perfectly clear because you're always looking at it from a biased perspective. And whenever you're saying, I'm a main right. character, well, you're not gonna be able to see everything from every, every position. And look at the difference between them. It's very interesting because what will happen, at least what I've found doing real world analyses, is that data that was that I had that was really, you know, notable, particularly at the element level, you know, the problem, solution, that kind, that kind of size, small stuff. Um, some of the things that were like so important in the main character A perspective, when I made main character B, the, uh, the B character the main character, some of those things just disappeared and were irrelevant, but other things suddenly became really important. And they were both in the data. You I mean, you saw them. It's almost like when you're writing and you write a whole bunch of stuff and you really like it and it all seems to be appropriate. But then when you do a story form, it's like, oh, that, that doesn't fit. That's the kind of stuff that gets cut out because it's not part of that argument. You can add it on, but it, it will just literally muddy things because it's not visible from, it's, it's not part of the argument that's being made. It's part of a different argument and is only seen in that context from a different perspective that's not part of the four that you're using. And so that's that's why I would suggest if you're gonna to try to do that, play with it, but you're gonna it just just look at the story form, how it's different and how it's the same. Because it'll be, you know, you try to keep it as much the same as you can, but you get down past to, you know, you'll get down to maybe the 16 or maybe 32 story forms and then it starts going well, what's interesting, I, you know, you look at a movie like Grease, where it's like you, have, you clearly have two main characters. And then that, I've seen a lot of those where, where the two subjective characters are very clear, but which is main and which is impact is not so clear. And uh, But Grease is a classic example where it's like, well, who's the main character? Well, if you're a boy, you're going to say Danny. If you're a girl, you're going to say Sandy. But, uh, but the objective story is the same. One is clearly changed and one is clearly steadfast. But you can do two story forms where one is the main character, one's the impact character, one stop and one start, you know. Uh, so, so there will be certain things that will shift a little bit, but, um, but you keep the objective story the same, and, and then you can see how, what the subtle differences are between those two story forms. Um, well, uh, and you, you but, might, you know, what you might be able to do is you look at the two story forms, and one will possibly have a lot more storytelling and the other one would have a lot of things that you could see that there could be storytelling, but they just didn't do that. Right. That would be the only way to get a clue as to what they were intending to do. Or do that. Do the crucial element, right? But, but, well, would... not necessarily, because it may not... It, it's possible that it won't be the same crucial element. It's possible, but I, I can't say that for sure. 
I haven't really looked at it in terms I, of I, it's, it's case by case basis. But and it depends on what you. It depends on what the film is or what the what the data says. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I've yet to find an instance where they are equally explored. Um, a good example would be you know the the Star Trek reboot. When it was written, Spock was the main character. Right. When right. it was released. Kirk was the main character. Same story-forming elements, and they cut out a bunch of things for for you know Spock because obviously if they had all this backstory and all this stuff about Spock, well, it's we really clearly it's him. Yeah. And if you if you look at when you watch the movie, it's really well done. It's got a really great story form that you can that I mean I mean it's really simple story form. But the balance is clear that they mean it to be that it looks the story form says it's Spock the movie says it's Kirk because of the amount of the amount of screen time and emphasis well and backstory I mean yeah no who has who has the more backstory in that well no they have the kid you know the the young Kirk in the in the car that's it you know running from the from the the fascist police right that's (laughs) it and him getting him signing up those are the two Mm -hmm. scenes of his backstory Mm And they have a lot but more. But they did cut that. They did cut stuff out, uh, right? Uh, 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 regarding you know when they showed Winona Ryder younger, right? You know, but they have they still had more stuff with her and him and his and his relationship with Ahura. Uh, I mean, it was clearly he was we're supposed to be in his shoes and all of that stuff. But they 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 cut it back. So it just has a weird vibe to it that way. But you know, these if you're familiar with Star Trek, it's like. It doesn't matter. But they still they still had a pretty good amount of backstory on Spock. Um, no, I know. That's, that's what I'm that, saying. What I think they have more backstory on Spock than they do Kirk. Which just <clears throat> and we we were told that it was actually originally written because of right. guy using dramatic. They used it. Or and, and cuts. Alex and yeah, Alex no, Orsi, right? Pardon the two guys, Kurtzman and Orsi. I don't know. Okay. I mean, Steven spoke with them. I don't know. Um, but then uh, the director decided, no, I think I want to change the balance. Which well, the editor. Sure. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. it was the director. Okay. <laughs> I'm not guessing on this. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, which is fine. It was great. Didn't it? And when you've got it very rich, and you've got a lot of material. It generally can it can you can go forward with that and it won't make a big difference, you know. Especially since it was so, they had the the examples they have are so simple and so strong that it pretty much overpowers whichever way you want to go because the the main influence characters are so well drawn. I guess it would just be nice if there's some guidelines to how to write an influenced character's backstory instead of having to think of them as a main character because that's what they. Well, don't think of him as a main character. Think of him in terms of if you if you want to think of him in terms of anything, think of them in terms of you know of them being not the backstory but the alternative current story. No, I get that part. I mean, it's but... really because they don't have to have a backstory. You know, if it's a change, really, where where, you're, where you run into issues is if it's a change influence character. 
And you can put in the backstory, but again, usually if you put in the backstory, people are going to think that's the main character. It's not like Tommy Lee Jones has it. Right. You don't know anything about Tommy Lee Jones in the in the Fugitive. You don't know about his backstory. You just know he wants. He's big dog. <clears throat> that's it. You know, and we don't need to know about it because all we need to know is that, and in fact, his change happens off screen so that they can surprise us when he doesn't behave the same way. You know, it's not a surprise structurally because he kind of had to, (laughs) or we were gone. Well, that's kind of an unsatisfying ending. But, um, you know, there are all sorts of storytelling techniques you can do. You know, influence characters typically are not drawn as fully as main characters, just so you don't confuse the audience. In novels, they spend a lot more time in in those characters, and sometimes they have multiple stories going on. You know, the influence character in one story will be the main character in another. You know, that's the the, um, Jerry Maguire model. Where you know Jerry Maguire's main character in the sports story, and um, Renee Zellweger. Zellweger's character is the main character in the romance story, which he is the influence character. You know, and he's a steadfast main character in his story, and he's a change influence character in her story. And half of the structural, half of the dynamics are the same. And they're partially structurally similar, so it is confusing as to when you're in one story and when in another, except for the fact that they literally have two different casts. They have two different sets of characters, which makes it very clear as to which story you're in. You know, her, her sister, her sister's girlfriends, and the son, and and Jerry. It seems like there's one scene that where there's an overlap of that, and, and it feels really wanky because you're not sure where to orient yourself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but there was like one scene. Barbecue. <laughs> Something like that. And yeah. and she plays a very minimal role in the other one because it's the it's his one uh, it's Tid Rod, what, Rob Tidwell or whatever the character's name. Cuba. Ron, huh? Cuba Gooding. Yeah, Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding Gooding or Cuba or whatever his name is. Um, He's the he's the change influence character in that one. So in both of them, the main characters remain steadfast, and the influence characters change. But you know, it, so it's like you've got all these different things going on, right? So it's it it's kind of weird. It works, but that's also why it's so long because you've got two stories you have to tell. It's a lot of material to cover. You know. And in novels, you've got lots, lots more space, so you can, and you can get, go into greater depth. Anything else on ET? Since it was a very short analysis of ET, do we look at the uh, the signposts? No. Um, Want to see the signposts? Same thing. Okay, the overall story. We have the signposts. Anyway, the text figure. All right. So we have learning, doing, obtaining, understanding. Um, so obtaining is science show up in their suits. Yeah, and I think well, well, I think it's also your loss, the loss. He dies. Yeah. yeah. But but think about it. the the inciting incident happens because of these 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 vehicles that suddenly you know 
come barreling in and they're looking for the spaceship you know somehow they know so they're trying to gather information and that's what well, and also you just keep on coming back to them you know you've got not only Elliot trying to figure out what the thing is right. but you've got them trying to figure out what it is mm -hmm. and that's where you're introduced with keys I mean there's a lot of learning going on but but that is that that that's a good inciting incident uh, point right there is they're trying they're trying to figure out what's going on they're trying to gather uh, you know their information and that sets the whole story in motion. And look at the main character he starts on memories you know but the dad and mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah uh, hurts his mom's feelings by saying Mexico yeah yeah Mexico. Mexico. Innermost desires, ET, I love you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then contemplation is at the end, you know, mm -hmm. he's got to, you know, he's considering it and he's like, mm, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think that, that really. Signpost 3 for ET, too, is that's his incredible, oh, yeah, his that's incredible so. decline in mm -hmm. health. Right, right. The and future, then, they come back for him. Well, the present, what's you the know, past for ET, though? Yeah, the past. Well, well is where planet, are you from? His planet? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's just it's hinted at, but it's, it's also drinking paps. Yeah. So is he watching Buck Rogers? And the watching old yeah, reading the com old comic book and, and watching the old movies. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, except for the, the comic book, and when he's alone before the drinking, I think that's the bit, that's the ET part. But once he starts drinking, it's over in relationship. Playing a role. No, well, no, developing a plan. Um, just that seems to come in when when they're put piecing together the the uh, the, the contraption. When is Halloween? On that was supposed to. Yeah, so it's before. Two, it's like two into three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So developing a plan is pretty good there. So it's playing a role. Well, isn't isn't the I mean, because that's the night they go and, and drop off the the uh, machine. The machine, right? Yeah. Right. That's what. That's when they're so that's right when after they, the doing. The moon. Then you basically you have a faded black and then fade up, and that's when we're now in ET is going downhill. Yeah, right. developing. Well, we're going to get. It's true, but it seems very late because the drinking is before that. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's really about the halfway point. But you know, yeah. Or maybe structurally, it's a halfway point. It may not There's be a halfway a point in the movie. Changing one's no, the drinking. No, that I'm saying that that the uh, oh. that the putting going out in the field Halloween night, putting the contraption there, and then 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 you know, and then Elliot wakes up and he's. Missing. I think. See, the thing is, I think the relationship through line is pushed back in time and is a little compacted because I don't think I think the relationship starts after he's brought him in I mean well I think it starts with uh, that's a you pattern so it's uh it's kind of it's doesn't feel kind of conceptualizing I think see, the thing is I think this change huh it wouldn't conceptualizing be a better way of thinking of their relationship than developing a plan with the whole drinking and yeah, I do. I think developing a plan is not a... That's why I, that's why I was using the other the terms. Ones. I think that the original terms are a little cleaner in the uh, psychology domain. That's mm -hmm. why manipulation is terrible. Like, how do we work together? Mm -hmm. Some weird psychological thing like that. Right. 
Mm -hmm. So we've got two Z patterns and one U pattern and one hairpin. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.